puts a header on goal, and Jordan Morris has done it. Appealing in vain for offside, the Chicago Fire defenders. Jordan Morris from the doorstep saves the day for the Sounders. the other way. Look who's running hard after defensively. Wayne Rooney, the net is empty. Big collision by the captain. That is unbelievable effort. Rooney putting one up. Bacosta. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Stateside Soccer Show, part of the Stoppage Time Soccer Show radio network. I am Jordan Wiegand, and we are going to be talking all things domestic American soccer today, including some Americans abroad and some MLS and USL and an update on that Supporter Shield situation. Uh, So I guess let's get into... Uh, let's get into the Supporter Shield news first. So the Supporter Shield Foundation did release uh, an update here. Let's see here. Uh, okay, so the Supporter Shield Foundation released this on Friday. After consulting with all of the MLS ISC representatives, we, the Supporter Shield Foundation Board, will be reversing our initial decision and awarding the Supporter Shield for the 2020 season. You asked to be heard. In the end, it was your input and votes that showed us this is the right choice. We had based our initial decision on the many schedule imbalances throughout the 2020 season. However, the conversations we have had over the last week have proven that a winner should be declared no matter what. This trophy has been designed, funded, and overseen by the supporters, even through the challenges that 2020 has brought. Our supporters have endured and showed their team's love and passion. We will ensure the legacy that began in 1999 continues. We would like to thank everyone who reached out to us and offered their voice during this process. Being able to have a conversation with you and work together to come to a solution that has proved helpful and your voices will continue to be heard. We look forward to your further involvement as the foundation continues to grow. We hope everyone remains safe, healthy, and wishes the teams in contention good luck down the final stretch. The shield is ready for you. So, one good thing is that uh, it's been rectified (laughs) and that they are going to award it. Uh, That would have been, like I said before, a stupid decision to not do so. Uh, But, you know, here we go. They went ahead and reversed their decision. Good on them, but it still seems like they were kind of very hesitant to do so. But uh, we will have a Supporter Shield winner this year, uh, which is good for you know fans of basically Toronto FC, the Philadelphia Union, maybe the Seattle Sounders, and Columbus Crew. 
really seems to be down to those four, maybe Portland as the fifth horse there. So let's get into USL first. Uh, It was the conference finals, and in the Western Conference final was the Phoenix Rising FC versus El Paso Locomotive. 18 minutes in, Schweitzer scores for Phoenix Rising, which was uh, a a pretty good goal. Uh, That may have been one of the ones with confusion uh, at the... uh, at the back, there's a few of those. By uh, Brian Rebellon scores the equalizer 59 minutes in. That was a really good goal from outside the box. Uh, it may have been uh, deflected, but it, it goes up and over the goalkeeper, uh, lands into the back of the net, uh, and then it goes to penalty kicks. And... Uh, there was two missed penalties for El Paso, no missed penalties for Phoenix Rising. Now Phoenix Rising is moving on. Remember, they cannot host the final due to them. Uh, they, they relinquished that right due to the fact that they only gained those three points by uh, San Diego Loyal from Landon Donovan's uh, team, San Diego Loyal walking out due to one of the Phoenix Rising players using a homophobic slur. So Rising did the right thing there. They move on. They went 4-2 on penalties. 1-1 was the final score. And now they will have a chance to play in a conf- in the actual final. That was the conference final. They'll move on to the USL Championship final, where they will face the winner of Louisville City FC versus Tampa Bay Rowdies. So... Three minutes in, Steinberger scores for Tampa Bay Rowdies. Then 45 minutes in, Sebastian Gonzati scores. Then it's an own goal 47 minutes in from Max Lakowecki to make it 2-1. And Louisville just didn't have enough at that point. And they will now... uh, not make it into the final. Tampa Bay Rowdies making it to their first ever USL championship final. Uh, I think they've won other titles before, but since they've rebranded to the USL championship, this is the first one according to the broadcast. Now, remember that is going to be on, uh, that is going to be on Sunday around eight o'clock or eight 30, uh, eight 30 Sunday on ESPN. Uh, is the USL final. And let me just double check on that uh, statistic here because the Rowdies have been around since 2008. Uh, And let's see what they've won. They have two stars on their badge. Um, Oh, the NASL. They won the NASL championship in 2012 and I guess the Ponce de Leon Cup is another thing but that's two that they've won there so I'm not sure where the other star is coming from but yes they used to be in the NASL uh, before that folded in 2016 and then they moved over to USL and have uh uh yeah, I guess when they rebanded to the USL Championship uh, just in 2019. 
but they are they are on their way now to have a shot at a trophy here against Phoenix Rising. Uh, okay, so that is your USL update. We'll go over that final, not midweek, because you know MLS has midweek games, and the final is not until next Sunday. So we'll go over that uh, probably next the the Sunday night episode or the Monday episode that we're gonna be putting up of Stateside Soccer Show. Let's move on to MLS. We had a Cascadia Cup rivalry matchup, Seattle Sounders FC versus Portland Timbers. This was on Thursday, October 22nd at 10.30 p.m. at CenturyLink Field of Seattle. And that game finished 1-1. Ten minutes in, Andres Flores scores for Portland Timbers to make it 1-0. And then Will Bruin. Uh, who had the least amount of touches on the field uh, for Seattle, scores his first MLS goal in over a year to make it 1-1. Uh, uh, really unmarked at the at the far post uh, was both him and it looked like uh, another player. I was thinking it was... Uh, I'm not sure exactly who it was on the other post there. It kind of happened so fast, but... You know, the player is marking him, and then as soon as the ball comes in, he just kind of lets him go. It hits off somebody's head and finds Will Bruin at the far post, who just slots it in. No problem. And Seattle, uh, late equalizer. Very late. In stoppage time, out of the seven minutes. They scored 90 plus three, I think it was. Uh... On Friday was Nashville SC versus New England Revolution. That game finished 1-1 as well. Walker Zimmerman, 74 minutes in, scores to make it 1-0. And Walker Zimmerman has scored quite a few powerful headers this uh, season. He's been a great pickup for Nashville. I know a lot of people thought maybe Nashville overpaid for him from LAFC. Some people were shocked LAFC would let him go. But he's been pretty... Uh, instrumental for Nashville this season. Very big deal because it looks like Nashville might make the playoffs. Um, They're having a great first season in the league. Um, Not sure if they would have had as great as a first season if the season was longer, uh, but it is a little cut short. They've been able to capitalize scoring goals. Uh, And then uh, 77 minutes in, Adam Buxa, scores for uh, the Revolution. Inter-Miami CF2, Orlando City 1. This game was on Saturday at 3.30. This was on the Univision or Twitter. 45 minutes in, it's... uh, No, sorry, 12 minutes in, Daryl DK scores to make it 1-0 Orlando. Really long ball over the top of the defense. DK brings it down. He has a great little move. Gets around the defender and then puts it past the goalkeeper. Gotta be rookie of the year, I would think, uh, in in most people's opinion, Daryl DK. 45 minutes in, own goal for Robin Jansen and gives Miami... An equalizer. 89 minutes in, Leandro Gonzalez Perez scores 2-1. to one, The former Atlanta United player who, uh, I believe he went to Mexico or another league um, after, I'm trying to think of where he went, uh, after he was on Atlanta and then he came back. 
to yeah he went to uh Liga MX, um and played for. It doesn't show me on here, um but then he went to uh back to MLS, this season for. Miami and uh, he's he's a good center back and I feel like really, oh he was on Tijuana. Uh, I feel like Atlanta's kind of missed him in in quite the uh, you know since they've had a little bit of a drop off. All right, so that one finished two uh, one. Miami getting a win over Orlando. Orlando kind of slipping a bit. Four draws. Out of their last five before this match, one win in their last five before that match. Uh, Atlanta United, speaking of them, uh, Atlanta United won. DC United, two is DC United since getting rid of Ben Olsen. Kind of been on the rebound here. Uh, 77 minutes in, Russell Canoose scores uh, really a goal that Brad Guzan should have stopped. And really... Uh, to me, this shows that he should not be the first, the number one goalkeeper for the USA right now. It's got to be probably Stefan or Ethan Horvath. Uh, he just hasn't been uh, the same as he used to be. Uh, this one was kind of like a, a soft header. He tries to get in front of it. He hits it with his hand and it just goes behind him uh, into the back of the net. Then 89 minutes in, John Gallagher for Atlanta United. Really nice goal uh, scores. And Atlanta, and it's at Atlanta on Saturday at 4 o'clock. And in Atlanta, they think, you know, they got some fans on the stands. They're happy. They think that they sealed the deal. But then 90th minute, uh, Gelman Rivas for DC United scores his first ever MLS goal. And they've been uh, in a little bit of a better form. And by that, I mean they have two wins and a draw in their last five matches. So pretty good turnaround since getting rid of Ben Olsen. Chicago Fire 2, New York Red Bulls 2. This was on Saturday at 8.30. We had Kyle Duncan in the 39th minute scoring a goal uh, to make it 1-0. This was a really nice uh, Duncan goal, actually. Puts it back onto his left foot. Hits it top left corner. Really good finish. 51 minutes in, Robert Barrick scores to make it 1-1 for Chicago Fire. Then, 72nd minute, Frankowski scores to put the Fire ahead 2-1. And then just a mess in the back in the 90th minute uh, for Brian White. Late equalizer for New York Red Bulls. Uh, just a mess. Really, look it up. It was just kind of a messy goal. It's very hard to explain. It's go. It's hitting off multiple people, bouncing around, and uh, and then gets into the back of the net. FC Cincinnati, Minnesota United. Not much to say about this one. Uh, Aaron Schoenfeld, uh, Schoenfeld, uh, 90th minute scores to give Minnesota United the win over Cincinnati, and uh, that's it. There you go. One nil, Minnesota United. New York City FC 3, Montreal Impact 1. This was also on Saturday at 8.30 at Yankee Stadium. Uh, 68 minutes in, Jesus Medina scores to make it 1-0. 
Then 83 minutes in, Maxi Morales makes it 2-0. That's a good goal by Morales. 88 minutes, Tony Roca scores to make it 3-0. And then 89 minutes in, Romo uh, Kyoto scores for Montreal Impact to make it 3-1. So all these goals coming in the last 22 minutes of the match. Okay, the big one, the one I'm going to really want to... Really want to talk about here. Philadelphia Union 5, Toronto FC nil in a battle for the top of the supporter shield now that it's reinstated. For the top of the East, Philadelphia Union come out and win 5 nil. Toronto FC kind of deplete it for some of their starters. Michael Bradley makes his first appearance in nine matches. And here we go. 27 minutes in, Sergio Santos from Kai Wagner whipping it in. Great header for Santos to make it 1-0. 33 minutes in, Mark McKenzie scores to make it 2-0 off of the corner. Three minutes in, Montero scores off a dummy from Brendan Aronson. So Casper Shabilko steals the ball, uh, going by the corner flag, hits a low pass, Aronson, uh, you can hear Montero actually call to Aronson. Aronson lets it go through his legs to Montero, who's at the top of the box. He takes his time, shoots it top left corner. Great finish, great goal. 63 minutes in, Sergio Santos makes it 4-0, assisted by Kai Wagner, uh, Wagner again. And then 68th minute, Sergio Santos completes his hat trick to make it 5-0, assisted by Brendan Aronson. And... Uh, if I should say, uh, this is almost like an exact replica of another goal that Santos scored recently where he's running in the box and it's passed into him and he's kind of going past it and he uses his left foot to off balance to try to hit it in. It, I put all these on the uh, Stateside Soccer Show Twitter, but it's uh, 5-0 for the Union. They come out, they make a statement Great statement for the Philadelphia Union, and now they're top of the supporter shield, which we'll get to in a little bit. Houston Dynamo 1, Columbus Crew 1. 37 minutes in, Memo Rodriguez scores to make it 1-0 for Houston Dynamo. And then 67th minute in, Victor Cabrera own goal. Yes, this was a cross in from uh, Columbus Crew and uh, Kristen Nemeth is is there in the middle of the box, but uh, sliding. Uh, Victor Cabrera hits it, and it goes into the back of the net to give the crew an equalizer. That was also a Saturday match. Real Salt Lake nil, FC Dallas nil. Not much to talk about in this match here. Shots, you're looking at 24 shots for Salt Lake, 8 shots for Dallas, um, but nothing really. It shots on target three out of those 24 for Real Salt Lake and two shots on target for FC Dallas out of those eight. Other than that, not much to talk about in that match. Sporting Kansas City four, Colorado Rapids nil. This one was going on like kind of the first half was during the Union game. I turned this game on after the Union game. And saw an explosion of four goals. Alan Polito scores 54 minutes in to make it 1-0. Andreu Fontes scores in the 67th to make it 2-0. Uh, 88th minute in, Gadi Kinda scores to make it 3-0. And a great goal here in the 90th minute. 
Gerso Fernandez scores in stoppage time. Really, like, only 30 seconds left in the match or so. Um, he scores uh, great. He gets the ball, like, midfield, makes a great run, and uh, a great finish for Gerso Fernandez to make it 4-0. Two more matches to go here. Vancouver Whitecaps 2, San Jose Earthquakes 1. Uh, Carlos Fierro for San Jose Earthquakes scores a good goal to make it 1-0 24 minutes in. Ali Adnan scores a great free kick 51 minutes in for the Whitecaps to equalize. And 57 minutes in, Tucson Ricketts scores to make it 2-1. And then the El Trafico, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Chicharito did not make the squad. They're saying hamstring injury, though he did not show up on the injury report for LA Galaxy. So take that for what you will. Uh, 25 minutes in, Giancarlo Gonzalez gets a red card for LA Galaxy, and they're down to 10 men. 58 minutes in, Danny Musovsky scores to make it 1-0. This was a good goal. Uh, probably some bad defense, bad goalkeeping. Nice little chip uh, over the keeper to get to you know the bottom left corner as they're on the right side of the box. Gets it over and into the left corner. And uh, guess who's in goal in this right now? Jonathan Klinsman, Jurgen Klinsman's kid. Uh, so it was always great to actually see a goal scored on Jonathan Klinsman. Uh, if you're a Landon Donovan fan for... Reminder, in the 2014 World Cup, when Klinsman left, uh, when Jurgen Klinsman left Donovan off the squad, uh, Jonathan Klinsman, his son, went onto Twitter and was kind of joking about it, left a very famous tweet. You can look it up, I'm sure. Um, and people still use that tweet uh, to make fun of Jonathan Klinsman at times. Uh, but to shame a... American legend like Landon Donovan for not making the squad. It, it, kind of a very weird thing. 90 minutes in, Carlos Vela scores in his return from, uh, you know, taking some time off his wife having a kid. He, he was, uh, I'm not sure if he was injured as well, but he comes back, make it 2-0. And LAFC over LA Galaxy. If we look here at... The Supporter Shield rankings right now. Top of the league and top of the East. Philadelphia Union with 20 games played. 41 points. 22 goal differential. Yeah, 39 goals for 17 against. This is very weird. Usually the Union fold in big games, but they're doing so well this year. Toronto in second with 41 points as well. And uh, less goals for less goals, uh, more goals against. They have an eight-goal differential. Third place in the Supporter Shield is Columbus Crew with 35 points. Fourth place is SKC, who have kind of jumped over Seattle. The, uh, Seattle has a game in hand if they ever make up that game against Colorado. We don't know. Um, SKC with 33 points, Seattle Sounders with 32, Portland Timbers with 32, Orlando City with 32 and 7th. So, with only the three or so games left uh, as the season ends on November 8th, it's really probably down to Union Toronto crew for this 
supporter shield. If we look at the West standings right now, SKC is up on top, Sounders in second, Portland in third, LAFC in fourth. Again, there's going to be 10 teams in the playoffs, which means only two Western teams are going to miss out. Uh, the teams on the West are going to miss out so far are the Rapids and Galaxy. Uh, the teams on the East missing out is going to be Fire, Atlanta, D.C., and FC Cincinnati. As Nashville is firmly in eighth in their first season. And they're about six, about four points above the Fire right now. Uh, five points above the Fire. Oh no, four. Above the Fire. Uh, so they could still drop below that, but they've been doing uh, pretty decent right now. So uh, let's go ahead and take a short break, and then we'll preview the games coming up. All right, and we are back from our break. Let's go ahead and preview the midweek games here. October 27th. Tuesday, 7 p.m., Montreal Impact versus Nashville SC. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. Or check your local listings if you are in Canada or Nashville. 10 o'clock on Tuesday is Vancouver Whitecaps FC versus Seattle Sounders FC. Wednesday, October 28th, New York Red Bulls at 7 o'clock versus the Revs. That's on ESPN Plus as well. So is the Seattle-Vancouver game. Uh... 7.30 on Wednesday is, again, FC Cincinnati versus Sporting Kansas City on ESPN+. FS1 at 7.30 is Orlando City SC versus Atlanta United FC. Rivalry match in Orlando on FS1. Uh, 7.30, Philadelphia Union versus Chicago Fire on Wednesday. That's on MLS Live on ESPN+. Plus. 7.30, as well as Toronto FC versus NYCFC on ESPN+. Plus. 8 o'clock, DC United versus Columbus Crew SC on ESPN+. Plus. Minnesota United FC versus Rapids at 8 o'clock on MLS+. Plus. 8.30, FC Dallas versus Inter-Miami CF on ESPN+. Plus. 10 o'clock, Portland Timbers versus LA Galaxy on Wednesday night on regular ESPN. 10.30, LAFC versus Houston Dynamo on ESPN Plus and at 10.30 as well, San Jose Earthquakes versus Real Salt Lake on ESPN Plus. Then we have some games on the weekend, but first, uh, so this our next episode will probably be Wednesday night, Thursday or so. We'll get a uh, episode up detailing the midweek games all right so let's get into some americans abroad and u.s men's national team here uh <clears throat> if we take a look at some americans abroad aaron johansson striker for hammer arby uh scored his 10th league goal of the season he had had some injury setbacks for quite a while uh probably a few seasons now um so it's good to see him scoring and actually he probably you know uh for the friendly coming up i wouldn't mind seeing him start as striker with his form right now um haji haji wright used to play for schalke i believe uh he 
found the back of the net. Uh, he plays for the Danish club Sonderjysk, if I said that right, in a 2-1 win over Randers. Uh, so he's got five goals in five matches um, this season. So pretty good there. Uh, Pulisic started for Chelsea, though Chelsea did not win against Manchester United. It was nil-nil. And we'll talk about that on our main show, Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Sergino Dest <clears throat> became the first American to play in El Clasico. He started the match for Barcelona. Look up some moves there. He had some really good moves. Uh, but they lose to Real Madrid 3-1. to one. John, <clears throat> John Brooks... Uh, who plays for Wolfsburg in the Bundesliga, uh, played in defense, and they won that match 2-1. to one. And uh, Matt Miazga is starting for Anderlecht right now. Uh, they did lose... Uh, they-, they did win against Kortrick. So there you go. Um, Tim Ream, Anthony Robinson... Uh, they both started and played the full 90 minutes in Fulham's loss to Crystal Palace. Again, we'll talk about that one on the main show. Um, Yedlin still kind of stuck in no man's land for Newcastle United. He didn't even dress for that match. He's got to get out of there. Um, oh, Josh Sargent is consistently in Werder Bremen's uh, uh, starting lineup. Playing full 90 minutes. Gio Reyna started for Dortmund um, as they beat Schalke 3 0. Tyler Adams is injured again for RB Leipzig. Hopefully, it's not a big injury, uh, but I, I don't know if that means he's going to be in the friendly coming up or not. I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, I think that is. Uh, Weston McKinney uh, was on the bench for Juventus today. After he tested negative for COVID-19, Juventus drew 1-1 with Hellas of Verona. McKenney did not play, though. He was on the bench, but he did not play. Yeah, so there's there's our Americans abroad. Uh, we have a lot of Americans abroad this year. If I went into each one, uh, we'd be here all night. But uh, it's promising right now, you know. Very promising so far. All right, let's get into it then. There is an announcement on Friday that the USA will be playing against Wales in at Swansea Stadium, which is Liberty Stadium in Wales. And uh, they will be playing a friendly there. They were trying to get another one scheduled for... Uh, when was that? They were going to get another one scheduled for like the night, uh, like later that week as well. But so far, they were trying to line up Australia or New Zealand, but that had to get postponed. So it sounds like from the press release, they're still trying to find a second team. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it is at 2:45 Eastern time. It's going to be on FS1, uh, November 12th. November 12th is a Thursday, so if you're at a 9-to-5 job, you're probably not watching much of this game. Uh, we will talk about it that week. We're 17 days away from it, almost 18 days away from it, really. Uh, so we will talk about it that week. 
get Logan on here, uh, maybe Matt on here, but we'll we'll watch the game. We'll we'll talk about it for an episode that week, uh, mixed in with some of this other stuff. Uh, so, hey. Well, finally, the, our last match, uh, last friendly, was against Costa Rica on February 1st, 2020, and that happened in California before COVID ruined everything. It's been, you know, eight months without a match, almost nine. Uh, by the time this happens, it'll have been nine months without an international match for the USA. So I'm going to give them a little bit of slack with how they look in this. I know a lot of people are going to be all eyes on here due to just how long the layoff has been and how good the Americans abroad have been doing that they're going to be looking to see how they look you know there's a lot of excitement right now especially all over Twitter you see all this excitement for how these young studs are playing but got to give them some time to actually play together and this one match and especially if they can't get a second match they're probably not going to have a lot of training camp before this match, it's going to be a little bit of a mess. So uh, I'm ready to give it some leniency. Um, I know some people may not, but, you know, patience is a virtue. The USA will be okay. The main goal is 2026, right? We want to qualify for 2022. We want to do very well. Go make a deep run, though, in 2026 when all these guys are in their prime. And hopefully that is the case. Uh, so, you know, one step at a time. No overreactions for this match. All right, well, that about wraps us up here. Uh, again, our next episode, we'll be talking some midweek matches for MLS. The episode after that, we'll be breaking down that USL Championship Final. Um, probably some more MLS matches in there that we'll be talking about. And uh, whenever we know what squad we have for the USA friendlies, we will we will go over that. You can follow us on Twitter at Stop It Show. You can follow this show on Twitter at Stateside Show. Facebook.com slash Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Email us Stoppage Time Show at gmail.com or Instagram at Stoppage Time Soccer Show. My name is Jordan Weand. I hope we uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you all midweek for that MLS midweek action. Thank you. Tomorrow throwing his body in. It's going to fall for Ibrahimovic. Oh, come on. Come on. Thank you for listening to Stoppage Time Soccer Show. We hope that you continue to listen to our show as we recap the U.S. men's national team, Americans Abroad, MLS, USL. This is Stateside Soccer Show presented by Stoppage Time Soccer Show. Have a good one.